Hey everybody and welcome back to the Called for Freedom podcast. Um, I know I've been pretty silent this weekend, but uh, me and my wife actually had a fun weekend. And it was the first time we've had a fun weekend in probably, I, I, I want to say in the least the last seven months. Um, so I've been taking some time with the family and really enjoying you know, living in the moment um, and not being so worried about the stress of the future. But uh, we're back and we're going to start with Judges 16. Now the highlighted verses of this chapter is going to be verse 21 and 22. And we'll get to that. But Judges 16 we look at Samson's name we have observed before signifies a little sun we have seen this sun rising very bright and his morning ray strong and clear and nothing appearing to the contrary we take it for granted that the middle of the day was proportionably illustrious while he judged Israel 20 years But the melancholy story of this chapter gives us such account of his evening and did not commend his day. The little sunset under a cloud, and yet, just in the setting, darted forth one such strong and glorious beam as made him even then a type of Christ, conquering by death. In this chapter, Samson is greatly endangered by his familiarity with one harlot and hardly escaping. Samson quite ruined by his familiarity with another harlot, Delilah. Observe in this chapter how he was betrayed to her by his own lust. How he was betrayed by her, uh, by her to his sworn enemies, the Philistines who, by her means, got it out of him the last where his great strength lay, then robbed him of his strength by taking from his head the crown of his separation, then seized him, blinded him, imprisoned him, abused him, and at a solemn festival made a show of him. But lastly, he avenged himself of them by pulling down the theater upon their heads and so dying with them. That introduction was by Matthew Henry. Samson and Delilah. Samson went to Gaza and there he saw a prostitute. He went and he went into her The Gazites were told, Samson has come here, and they surrounded the place and set an ambush for him all night at the gate of the city. They kept quiet all night, saying, Let us wait till the light of the morning, then we will kill him. But Samson lay till midnight, and at midnight he arose and took hold of the doors of the gate of the city, and the two posts and pulled them up 
bar and all, and put them on his shoulders, and carried them to the top of the hill that is the front of Hebron. After this, he loved a woman in the valley of Sarek, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, Seduce him, and see where his great strength lies, and by what means we may overpower him, that we may bind him to humble him. And we will each give you eleven hundred pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength lies, and how you might be bound that one could subdue you. Samson said to her, If they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings and have not been dried, then I shall become weak, and I will be like any other man. Then the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven fresh bowstrings that had not been dried, and she bound him with them. Now she had men lying in ambush in an inner chamber, and she said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he snapped the bowstrings as a thread of flax snaps when it touches the fire, so the secret of his strength was not known. Then Delilah said to Samson, Behold, you have mocked me and told me lies. Please tell me how you might be bound. And he said to her, If they bind me with new ropes that have not been used, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. So Delilah took new ropes and bound him with them and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. And the men lying in the ambush were in an inner chamber, but he snapped the ropes off his arms like a thread. Then Delilah said to Samson, Until now you have mocked me and told me lies. Tell me how you might be bound. And he said to her, If you weave the seven locks of my head with the web and fasten it tight with the pin, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. So while he slept, Delilah took seven locks of his head and wove them into a web. And she made them tight with the pin and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he awoke from his sleep and pulled away the pin, the loom, and the web. And she said to him, How can you say I love you when your heart is not with me? You have mocked me th these three times. And you have not told me where your great strength lies. And when she pressed him hard with her words day after day and urged him, his soul was vexed to death. And he told her all his heart and said to her, A razor has never come upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If my head is shaved, then my strength will leave me and I shall become weak and be like any other man. When Delilah saw that he told her all his heart, she sent and called the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up again, for he has told me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their hands. 
she made him sleep on her knees, and she called a man and had him shave off the seven locks of his head. Then she began to torment him, and his strength left him. And then she said, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. And he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Now here's our highlighted verse. Verse 21. And the Philistines seized him and gouged out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with bronze shackles. And he ground at the mill in the prison, but the hair of his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. Mm. Now we get into the death of Samson. Now the lords of the Philistines gathered to offer a great sacrifice to the dragon, their god, and to rejoice. And they said, Our god has given Samson, our enemy, into our hand. And when the people saw him, they praised their god. For they said, Our god has given our enemy into our hand, the ravager of our country, who has killed many of us. And when their hearts were merry, they said, Call Samson, that he may entertain us. So they called Samson out of the prison, and he entertained them. They made him stand between the pillars. And Samson said to the young man who held him by the hand, Let me feel the pillars on which the house rests, that I may lean against them. Now the house was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there. And on the roof there were about 3,000 men and women who looked on while Samson entertained. Then Samson called to the Lord and said, O Lord God, please remember me and please strengthen me, only this once, O God, that I may be avenged on the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson grasped the two middle pillars on which the house rested, and he leaned his weight against them, his right hand on the one and his left hand on the other. And Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. Then he bowed with all his strength, and upon fell, and the house fell upon the lords, and upon all the people who were in it. So the dead whom he killed at his death were more than those whom he had killed during his life. Then his brothers and all his family came down and took him and brought him up and buried him between Zorah and Eshtoah in the tomb of Manoah, his father. He had judged Israel for 20 years. We go back to verse 21 and 22, where it says, Then the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza. And they bound him with bronze feathers, fetters, and he became a grinder in the prison. However, the hair of his head began to grow again after it had been shaven. By the commentary of uh, 
Ed Ray because another Philistine woman, Delilah. The Philistines were able to trap Samson, and Samson's eyes, which had lusted on the Philistine beauties most of his life, were put out by the Philistines. They took him to Gaza and bound him in bronze prison fetters and forced him to pull a grinding stone. What a sorry place for the judge and deliverer of Israel. This is a clear picture of what sin does to us all. First it blinds us, then it binds us, and then it grinds us. As in Samson's life, the temptation comes when we are, when we are vulnerable. Whether because of sickness or success, it is when we believe we are at our strongest that we are in reality at our most vulnerable. That's why Paul wrote, Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall, in 1 Corinthians. Because Samson could not defeat his temptation, his temptation eventually defeated him. He ended up alone, weak, blind, and grinding meal in a Philistine prison. But there is an important little word at the beginning of verse 22. The word, however. God gave him hope in the midst of a dungeon experience. Not only had his hair begun to return, but more importantly, his heart had also returned. No matter what kind of mess we have gotten ourselves into because of our sin, God's hands are never tied. The Lord rarely makes everything instantly better, but he definitely brings grace and hope prison has provided a time of reflection and repentance for many men down through the ages. Maybe it was as Samson scratched his head one night in the dark and felt his hair growing back. He remembered the Lord. He must surely have been going over and over again all his spiritual failures. But there in that dark prison, grace overflowed into his broken life. God heard and granted Samson's final prayer and delivered more of Israel's enemies into his hands at his death than in his entire life. Samson was God's disobedient champion who had at last come to understand God's grace in his last moments. Lord, Please let your grace flow down onto our lives this day. In Jesus' name, amen.